0: The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven, Dosumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, is good! He goes!
1: Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame Show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball.
0: Josilu against the man-to-man, pass inside Kofi, oh, and the finish! He slams it in! Dribbles into the paint, top balance shot, blocked by Kofi Coburn, out of there with it, Dosumu, to the basket, lay it Go. out top, Dosumu, right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead, and he buried it from the deep right corner.
1: Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn.
2: Well, we made it. The final game of the regular season, the Illini returning to a sold-out State Farm Center one more time for senior night, senior afternoon, whatever you want to call it. Looking for a little revenge from a month ago and in need of a victory to lock up a double buy in this week's Big Ten Conference Tournament. Good afternoon. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show here on Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn holding it down here in our game day studios in downtown Champaign, running things with Scott Beatty with Illinois Baseball. I'm joined courtside by a guy who's seen a few games over at the State Farm Center, Lauren Tate. Lauren, Iowa comes in 20-10, 11-8 in Big Ten play. The Illini 20-10 as well, 12-7. and 7. And you could say that they missed an opportunity on Thursday had they won. They could be in the running to share the Big Ten title. But they really didn't lose a whole lot in that they, they still control their destiny with a win today.
3: Well, they control it in the sense that they can, be, uh, they can have it the double buy in the Big Ten tournament, which is uh, the basic goal today uh, to beat Iowa and, and end a five-game winning streak that Iowa's had. Illinois has broken some streaks, you know, against Purdue and Wisconsin this year. And you'd like against Iowa. This has run too far. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and the Illini face. They went to Iowa City almost a, a month ago to the day and lost 72 to 65. Luca Garza was uh, just Luca Garza in that game, and it seems like you can't really stop him. But what the the Hawkeyes got away with was three point shooting, something that the Illini have pr- improved on over the last month.
3: Well, here's the catch: Illinois is leading the Big Ten in, in scoring defense, giving up 63 points a game in the company 63.6 but I was averaging 76.2 so what's going to happen I was going to score and there's not much you can do about that they're going to score they've got a, a cinch score in the middle they've got some good shooters they're a much better shooting team than Illinois is however Illinois will get a lot of good openings against Iowa they'll get good shots and the the key is that somebody besides Iowa has to make baskets you know In the Ohio State game, Illinois led 49-42 to uh, in the second half of that game. And then, of course, Ohio State took over. But the problem was that Io didn't get any shots late. He only had two shots in the last 11 minutes, didn't score a basket, and had, I think, 21 points, wasn't it, uh, in in the first three quarters of the game. So Mm -hmm. my point is that other people than Io have to score because defenses are going to double-team him. Off the dribble and leave somebody open, and somebody, whoever that
2: is, has got to make baskets. And finally, it's senior night for seniors for the uh, Illini, and sh- you would you think that these guys, especially you know Feliz and Kipper Nichols, they want to want to end things on a good note here in front of the State Farm uh, uh, Arena that sold out a couple times this year for the first time in a long time.
3: Yeah, and Feliz has been a terrific player for Illinois for two years and very valuable. Uh, Kipper's been off and on and uh, mostly off lately. Uh, I don't know how much you can depend on him today, but uh, I know that uh, if, unless there's foul problems up front, you're going to see Kofi playing uh, probably close to 30 minutes if he can stay in against Garza. You need him, you need that size and that weight and that strength against Garza. The trouble is the fouls. And whoever, I, I just got the feeling that whoever makes the fouls first will,
2: you know, that'll, that'll be the team that's in trouble. We're underway here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist. Up next, we'll have a guest not quite sure who's going to be joining us courtside. Later, we'll have our keys to the game, plus the coach's corner with assistant coach Chin Coleman, all ahead on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show.
1: It's Fighting Illini Game Day the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5.
2: Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Evan Kahn here back in Fighting Illini game day, Lauren Tate, Court side taking you up to tip off at six o'clock between Illinois and Iowa. We'll get another view from the court here, joined by the voice of the Illini, Brian Barnhart. And, Brian, we were just talking about the last matchup before this. Luca Garza, he he got his in, in the last matchup, but the struggles were on the Illini side. Kofi and Georgie combined for 15 points, and that was kind of the beginning of, of Georgie's downturn, hopefully uh, looking for a little more output from the big guys here today, something that we also didn't see Thursday night in the loss to the Buckeyes.
0: Yeah, it's funny because Ohio State kind of beat Illinois at their own game the other day. I mean, they out-rebounded them. They had whatever it was, 16 offensive rebounds, and they beat Illinois the way Illinois usually beats teams. And what I remember also from the game at Iowa was that Illinois did a really good job on Luca Garza the first 15 minutes. He didn't score right. until late in the first half. Then he wound up with 20-some in the second half. Uh, and, of course, he presents a problem like Wesson does, Wesson did for Ohio State, that he can step out. That forces Kofi away from the basket. So that can be a problem. And Illinois, by the way, too, got beat on uh, three or four inbounds plays up in iowa city when you think about the margin of victory for the hawkeyes it was within seven or eight points and those inbounds plays were huge
3: and that, we were that, that double pick uh, coming around to the right mm-hmm. side that that really worked uh, twice he scored on that, right. it right yeah mm-hmm. but you know uh, 20 28 free throws by ohio state and you're going into a game here this is a good shooting iowa team you got We scamps made 20 consecutive free throws. You just can't foul that way and put them on the line. The early fouling is critical in the game.
0: And that was a little unusual for Illinois because the coaches were giving me the stats that Illinois was in the top Mm -hmm. 30 in the country in fewest fouls. Mm -hmm. And uncharacteristically, all those fouls in that game and putting the other team at the free throw line, which was a reverse from
2: the previous two years. And along those lines, you know, Io, like we or Lauren was talking about in the first segment, he, he scored 20 points in the first 30 minutes, and then he kind of disappears. Seems like a, a he didn't necessarily disappear, but he, we didn't get any scoring from him. And it, it seems like any time the Illini can get a second scoring option, the offense flows a, a lot better, and then you don't run into those dry spells like they did Thursday night. Oh, sure. And,
0: and Ohio State double-teamed I.O. too. I mean, we had, so that, we had
3: the shots. It's yeah. just, just different people shooting them. Uh,
0: we were we're kind of back up at Ohio State. We're about a third of the way up in the seats, and you could see the plays develop. And Felice got a couple of wide-open looks. I mean, they were great shots and yep. rimmed out. And Griffin had one and rimmed out. And so, you know, the play worked to perfection. It's like a pass play in football where if they run the perfect route, but if you, uh, you know, miss the uh, – Sequence It would have been wide open. It would have been a touchdown, but it turns out it's an incomplete pass. You just
3: have to have Frazier come back to his shooting style that, yeah. he, that he has. And I don't think that uh, Feliz is a great shooter, but he's a good shooter. And he, and he, he can make threes, and they're going to get shots. I mean, we every game we play Iowa, we get shots. They make shots. You have to make shots. Mm. You know, they're going to – when you're averaging 76 points in, in league play, as they are, you know they're going to get shots.
0: And they're the opposite, Evan, of uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, you get you only get so many shots. Yeah. And, you, know, you either make them or you don't, or you're in trouble with Wisconsin. Iowa will give you opportunities to score, and they're not great in getting back in transition necessarily. Teams score on them in transition, so if you can beat them down before they get their defense set, it will be interesting to see what defense Iowa plays because they did go to a zone
2: quite a bit up in Iowa City
3: against
2: Illinois. And we haven't seen too many zones out of the last few teams that the Illini have faced. And finally, with Wisconsin winning yesterday, earlier Maryland won, and it looks like Michigan State's going to win. Illini are out of the the running for a share of the Big Ten title. It feels like a, a game that they can just go out and enjoy senior night, enjoy playing in front of the home crowd one more time before we get into the Big Ten tournament this week.
0: Yeah, and yet there's still a lot on the line with the, uh, you know, if you uh, if Michigan State goes ahead and holds serve and they're the co-champion with Maryland and Wisconsin, and then Illinois, if they win, they're a four seed, and if they lose, they're a five. And that's the difference between playing on Thursday and Friday, and that makes a difference. And so uh, I thought all along, if you can make the top four, that's a really good season this year in the Big Ten and uh, give yourself a chance to win that
2: tournament. Brian, we appreciate you coming on. We'll look forward to the call. Enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Evan. Lauren and I have our keys to the game coming up after this break here on the Rudy Wealth Management Pregame Show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy
1: Wealth Management Pregame Show continues on News Talk 1400 and
2: Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Evan Con, Lauren Tate, back here on Fighting Illini Game Day, getting ready for Illinois Iowa, the final Big Ten regular season game of the year. It's time for our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, what are your keys for today?
3: Well, I think the key to the game is is the shooting. You just got to make baskets. They're gonna they're gonna guard. Uh, they're probably going to play a lot of zone, and if they play zone, they'll probably lean toward I.O., and there's going to be open shots for other guys. they just got to make shots. This is getting to be a, you know, Illinois has got to get off that 30%, 31% three-point uh, three percentage that just won't win games because the other teams are shoot so much better.
2: Yeah, and as Brian was saying before, I think they've got to defend the three. I was going to put up a whole lot of shots, and they're going to make some. Just got to get a hand in a, a lot of the guys' faces. And like we said, in the last game, Illinois got some open looks, but they didn't fall. They just got to keep trusting in the offense. I know we're going to, like you said, going to get some different looks with the zone today, but they, they start to see a couple shots fall, especially uh, with the backdrop of the State Farm Center, somewhere you're used to playing at and shooting at. Uh, once they start seeing them fall, hopefully some more go. And then I think they, they just got to em- embrace the moment. You know, last time they get to play here in front of the the State Farm Center this season, it's been one of the best seasons in, in a long time for Illinois and for Illinois fans. So if they just go out there and, and have some fun, Illinois comes in the, the favorite by three and a half points. And I think if they, they play like they should, uh, they can come away with the win and get that double bye like they want. Okay, Evan. All right, Lauren, thank you for joining. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you later. That's our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Coming up next, Illini assistant coach Chin Coleman has the scout for Iowa on the coach's corner. It's fighting Illini game day. Back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn getting you ready for Illinois and Iowa. Let's get the scout in the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart chats with assistant coach Chin Coleman, who has the scout for tonight's matchup with the Hawkeyes. The coach's corner brought to you by Clark Lindsey and Hickory Point Bank. Here's Brian and Chin.
0: Coach, the senior night's always special. I'm sure you remember. Everybody remembers senior night, don't they? I, uh, I obviously remember it very vaguely. Oh, is it Vividly? Which vividly, one? yeah, Vividly, I guess. Yes, yeah. <laughs> vividly.
4: And I remember my mom being there, my dad, my brother, and family members came out. And, and I think the game actually was, uh, I think it was uh, Louisiana, is it Louisiana Tech or Louisiana Lafayette, one yeah. of those teams.
0: You remember the opponent vaguely. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the that. night itself
0: was pretty Yeah, special. yeah, the
4: night, yeah. you always remember that night as a player. Uh, going through college and you'll always remember that night. That That, that is a special night and uh, the dedications and how different schools present stuff to you and do that and all that
0: kind of good stuff. So, yeah, I remember mine. Yeah. Well, it's a big game too to boot. They're all big, but now we get down we know what we're playing for tonight. Not for sure. sure. We're, we're playing for a double bye. Uh, we
4: win, we're in. We lose, we're playing on Thursday. So, it's kind of understanding of what we got in front of us
0: and we need to take care of business. Yeah. Well, that certainly is. it has been a great season in that regard. We continue to build and uh, get better each time. I know the other night was one of the few times this year we've been out-rebounded on the glass, and uh, I think Ohio State kind of did to us what we normally do to other people. Very upsetting with our our rebounding effort.
4: Um, We weren't pleased with that at all because, obviously, like you said, that's not our DNA, that's not our personality, and uh, to even talk about it, it feels bad. But um, it happens. It just happened at the wrong time. And we understand that if when that happens again, it could be your last one. You that's know, right. so we gotta continue to hang our hats on who we are and what we do, and that's part of our character. Um, there's the rebounding deal, and so we gotta make sure that we show up and carry that on the road with us everywhere we
0: go. Yeah, when you think about it, we had to scramble. We were in foul trouble most of the night. First half had the lead by seven, got it up to nine. I think it was 11 at one point, and so we showed we could. You know, we work, work with some different lineups out there. Yeah. Um, not something ideal that you yeah,
4: want to yeah. get yourself in, but um, we did put ourselves in in that position, and so um, those fouls, though, we're top 15 in the country and not fouling. So that it's, that again was something that was not characteristic of who we are. So, <coughs> excuse me, uh, that's something that we've talked about, and uh, we that won't happen again. And when you foul, you're out of position. So I mean, you're late to the party, or you, you're out of position, or you just taking some time to buffer and move so when you get out of position you use your hands you hold you grab you foul we've been solid we've been really solid in that area and not committing a lot of fouls we've changed that we used to be a team that was 340th
0: or 30th yeah. or whatever in the country at fouls so we've changed that and we're top 15 now and we can't do that so as we play Iowa here tonight uh, what are you seeing from the Hawkeyes is it very similar to what we saw a month and a half ago or identical yeah yeah they, they haven't
4: changed much you know they're, they're they're led by Garza, who's probably player of the year in the league. Who's got a chance to be national player of the year, um, and then he's got two wingmen that are pretty special, <coughs> the shooters in Wieskamp and 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 Frederick. And so they got a good team. They got a good team. I mean, they're a high assist team. They play very fast. They got all those shooters, and Garza just puts so much pressure on you that they're they they they're they're, 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 a, they're a tough guard. And we were solid against them. There had a chance to beat them. But then we did some things that, again, once we get out of sorts, then
0: stuff happens. So we gave up some baskets that we don't normally give up. And we'll, we'll be prepared for those this game. We'll come back and talk to Chin Coleman some more on the Coach's Corner, last one of the regular season in a moment. Visiting with Chin Coleman as we continue our visit here at State Farm Center, Senior Night, Illinois and Iowa. And a lot of teams, I'm sure, have tried different recipes on Garza. I mean, I don't know what's worked and what hasn't, but he's still getting about 20, 23 a game. Yeah, you just got to pick your poison. You're not going to shut him out. You're not going to pitch a shutout. So
4: you just got to make everything tough, though, everything hard. You can't allow for him to outwork you. He works extremely hard, whether it's running the floor, whether it's running the floor hard and starting his post-up at the free throw line. Uh, he, he, I mean, he gets early post-ups in the first 10 seconds of, 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 of the shot clock. So... Um, we got to make sure we do a good job of working and working early and continuing to work because he's not going to stop. And then on the flip side of that, you got to know that you're not going to shut him out because make everything tough. But you got to do a better job. What we didn't do last time we played them was neutralizing the others. Frederick had 18. Wieskamp had 18. So now you've got a situation where... Cars had 24, we can't do that. So we're going to pick our poison. We know what what, what our plan is.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting too when you uh, scout another team and you look at a, a game. It comes down to a couple possessions, you know, inbounds plays. As fans, we tell oh, just get the ball in. I mean, they they won the game. I mean, they had three or four baskets on us on inbounds plays. They absolutely they did, and uh, that's how we probably spent more time
4: than we usually spend on on uh, under, under out of bounds. And so uh, we're locked in there. Um, Hopefully, we won't give up any gifts on uh, on baseline out-of-bounds. That's just concentration. That's physical, concentration, focus, and if we don't lose our focus and when we're physical, we have a plan for their out-of-bounds plays, and, and we'll be fine there.
0: And It seems like when you play Iowa, you're going to get more chances, say, than you will. There at the other extreme, like Wisconsin, you get very few opportunities. These guys, you get more and if you can beat them down the floor, that gives you a chance, too. right?
4: Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're not a great transition team. I think the, the court is a little slanted for them. and It goes uh, 100 miles per hour on the offensive end, but it's, uh, it's probably about 55, 65 on the other end. So we think that we can get in our pace and our thrust, too, because we're a really good transition team. And if we get in our pace and our thrust and take away their transition, we'll be in good shape.
0: Yeah. Anybody else uh, to watch? I know uh, you got to limit Frederick, and, and he's coming back from an injury, of course, and, and Wieskamp. Uh, anybody else? I think Kreiner and, and McCaffrey are, are guys that
4: are very capable from three. And um, Evelyn is playing better now. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's, not, he's not a dork guy anymore. Um, I think you just can't allow for those guys to impact the game, you know, and, and you can't let Tucson get downhill because now that kind of distorts your strategy. Because if those guys are doing those things that you don't expect, the randomness mm. of the game, then that puts you in, 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 in a pickle. You know? So we got to make sure that we, we, we do our plan with the main guys, but obviously keep a focus um, on, on the others and, and not allow to give them gifts. I call them gifts because it's the baskets that they don't normally get. But if you have a, a, them hitting Tucson's getting downhill and McCaffrey's making a few threes and Kreiner's doing his deal, now you're in trouble.
0: Well, defensively, I know last time they—I think they started man, then they went zone. You expect similar pattern. Yeah, well, I
4: think that is part of the matchup. They haven't been playing a lot of zone lately. They've been yeah. playing more man-to-man. But we know against us, for some yeah. reason, they're going to play a ton of zone, and it could be a couple reasons why. <clears throat> I don't think that they they can guard us man-to-man because we put so much pressure on the rim with Trent, Dre, and I.O. So when 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 we pressure the rim like that they're going to go to more zone. And we're going to put pressure on the rim,
0: so we'll see a lot of zone. All right. Well, Chin, it's been great visiting all year. We'll keep doing it. Here, we get to Indy. Yeah, we're not done. No, we're not done. We're not done. Good, thank you. All right, we'll see you soon. Chin Coleman on the Coach's Corner.
2: Thanks, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsey. let's get the right back there. Evan Kahn here back in our game day studios taking a look at the scoreboard. Three teams punching their ticket into March Madness today Liberty and the A Sun Bradley another Illinois team out of the MVC and Winthrop from the Big South all winning their conference tournament so they wait for selection Sunday to see where they play in the Big Ten today as we said earlier Maryland clinched a share of the Big Ten title with an 83-70 win over Michigan and Minnesota took care of Nebraska 107-75 going on right now Michigan State and Ohio State are keeping it close as they move into the second half I believe Michigan State's up by four we're trying to get a Check of the score, but a little later on, we have Illinois and Iowa. That's what we're getting you set here for. Brian and Dion are standing by to take you up to tip off at 6 o'clock. I'll be back after the game with Michael Kaiser for the Fasteners, etc. post game show. We'll take your calls and texts about what you saw right here on News Talk 1400. WDWS Champagne urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champagne urbana There it is, under 12 media timeout. Michigan State leads by seven. They're still in the hunt for a share of the Big Ten title with Wisconsin and Maryland. So we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll get ready for Illinois and Iowa. We'll be back here to talk after the game. Talk to you then.